Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, with Chapter 4, Mishnah 24. And by the way, since the summer uh, months are coming, we, it's a custom to add the study of Pirkei Avot at the, at the later times of the day while it becomes dark. And this is so we don't get uh, entangled in things that we shouldn't be doing. It is so we can use this uh, daylight, uh, extra daylight that we have in, uh, in the pursuit of Torah. So Shmuel HaKatan says, when your enemy falls, do not be glad. And when he stumbles, let your heart not be joyous. Lest Hashem see and it displease him, and he turn his wrath from him to you. And this it comes from Proverbs 24, 17 and 18. And we see here the difference that Jewish people, their, their, their virtue of, of the Torah, that it gives him a, an idea of the pain of other people, even if they're not your friends, even if they're people that have harmed you, that have done wrong to you. A Jew should never rejoice in the, in the fall of someone else. And we see it in the difference between other nations. It's unbelievable. Like we see, I don't want to talk about anybody, but we see that there's a terrorist attack somewhere and then you see people in other places of the world giving candy to children and making parties because their enemies have been uh, wronged. So we hear from this Mishnah from uh, Shmuel Hakatan, we learn that a Jew doesn't rejoice in the downfall of their enemies. And the Torah, the Torah is a Torah of reality given by the creator of man, Hashem, who knows us better than God and whose knowledge of the nature of man is perfect. So because he made us, he knows exactly what we're made of. And when somebody that has harmed you suddenly has a downfall, the nature of a person is to be happy that that person is not doing well. You know, he made me suffer so much. Now I see I'm happy that he's not doing well. But the Torah comes and tells us, uh uh-uh. Uh. This is not the Jewish way. You should not be happy if a person falls. You should not be happy that a person is suffering. Not even if it's a person that is not good to you. So it says that in the previous Mishnah, the Torah says, love your neighbor as yourself. This is in, in Vayikra 19.18, which Hillel interprets, in a, in, uh, interprets it to mean, do not do anything to another person that you would not wish done to you. So for him to love someone else as you love yourself would mean that you would not go and do something to somebody that would bother you that somebody else would come and do to you. So why does Hillel take a positive commandment like love your fellow as yourself? It's, it's a positive commandment and turn it into a negative one. Do not do not uh, do to your neighbor. Why it comes into an, in, a, in a negative way? And the answer is because Hillel knew that it is impossible for a person to love an enemy. It, you know, Hashem knows us very well. And when a person has done wrong to you and he has harmed you and he has made you suffer, it's very hard to love a person like that. It's, it's, it's unlovable. And the Torah, what it's saying is not that he's expecting you to love someone that has harmed you, to love your fellow as yourself. Then Hillel is explaining here is not to do something to somebody that you wouldn't want done to you. And so we're asked to control our actions and to refrain from doing things that we consider objectionable, 
to others. Even this is, all, is a, a tall order, but is within our means. The actual love of our enemies is beyond the capacity of any average human being. So what it's teaching us is that Hashem is not asking us to love our enemy. He's asking us to love our neighbor like ourselves. He's not saying love your enemy like yourself. He's saying love your neighbor as yourself, which Hillel comes to say what I just said about it. So the Torah tells us not to take revenge and not to harbor resentment uh, from another person. We learned this from last parasha, Kedoshim, in which it says uh, you cannot hold a grudge in your heart. You cannot hold a grudge in silence. You cannot hate your brother in silence. You cannot hold a grudge. This is goes against the Torah. It's a negative commandment. And as Ramhal says in Path of the Just, taking revenge is extremely sweet and it requires much effort to restrain from it. You know, when people are angry about somebody that harmed them, you know, revenge is sweet. You, you feel good that you did it. Afterwards, you feel horrible. But in the moment, that's what it feels like a comforting thing to do. And it takes a lot of, of strength not to fall into that. That's the amazing thing. That's when a person really can overturn their nature and not do that, not go and harm that person because they harmed you. That's when uh, it, this applies. When it says don't do to another what you wouldn't want them to do to you. And then you're loving your neighbor. So we, in the above verse from Proverbs, which Shmuel Hakatan used to quote frequently, were required to suppress any satisfaction at the downfall of an enemy, but we are not required to love the enemy. So we have to suppress our satisfaction. We, we, we see that someone is harming uh, somebody uh, and we get angry, uh, and, and then something happens to this person, we cannot be rejoicing and, and making a party because this person fell. But, but we, we are not required to, to love that person. So there is a principle in Judaism that we are, we are to emulate the divine attributes of God. And the Midrash tells us that when the Egyptians were drowned in the Red Sea, and the heavenly angels wished to sing their daily praises to Hashem. Hashem said to them, no way. Don't, don't praise me at this moment because right now I'm drowning my creation. Like the Egyptians were created by God. They're, they're his children too. So he's, um, he's drowning them. He's finishing them off. Hashem is not happy to do that. He didn't want to do that, but he had to. He had to do it. So now is not the time to sing adulation. So although the Egyptians had, their, had been incredibly cruel and murderous towards the Israelites and deserved the punishment, they did deserve this punishment, God nevertheless grieved that it had to come to this. He was sad that these people ended up in the way they ended up. He was not happy. He was not rejoicing. But what about Shira Hayam, the, the, the song of the miraculous divining of the sea, after the Jewish people crossed the, the Yamsuf, they went into song. So uh, the explanation is that that song is not a song of triumph upon your enemies. It's not singing about the, the, the drowning of the Egyptians. The song, the essence of the song is the mir miracles that Hashem did for them. So the, 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 the glory of God, they're singing about the glory of Hashem, not about the, the fall of their enemies. So we see that the concept that God does not ask anything of us which is beyond our means is, is, is really uh, a, a, a
pivotal to Judaism. Many have unfortunately deviated from Torah observance because they think it's too hard for them. So many people say, no, I could never keep kosher. No, I could never keep Shabbat. I would go crazy. I could never do this. Or people who are Torah observant that suddenly they decide, no, this is too much for me. And here, what this Mishnah is telling us is that there's nothing too much for you. Anything that Hashem asks from you is because you can do it. He gave you the, the chip and the, and the strength to be able to do it. So one might raise the objection that the Torah does require that we show kindness even to an enemy as when it requires that we return a lost item to him or help him unload a heavy burden from his mule, as we see in Exodus. True, we are capable of controlling our actions and we are required to be of assistance to someone we do not like. So what it's the Torah telling us, if, like, if you're in the street and you see a person you dislike and you see that he's, that he's uh, having a hard time uh, carrying some bags, like you don't stand there and let him suffer you the proper jewish thing to do is go and say you know what let me help you this is the proper thing to do or if you find a lost object of this person you see his wallet he left it in shul then the proper thing is you call him up and give him his wallet why because this is hesed this is kindness and the jewish people should be kind people and not only that by doing kindness to someone else even if that person is not lovable will foster in you feelings of love so so i leave you here this is um a good way to look at life, a good way to look at people that we don't love so much. And, um, and remember, people are people. They are who they are. Anything they do is not personal towards you it's because it's in them. It's, it's their problem. It's within them. But you, you have the capacity to live a little higher and get above all that and not be bounded by rage and bad feelings towards someone else. Because at the end, it's a poison. And that poison, the only person that will harm is you. So I wish you a beautiful week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.